it's Kanzano. I appreciate you making this podcast part of your day. Make sure you subscribe if you want more and leave us some feedback. Away we go. Initialize sequence. Welcome to the Baldcast, a production of John Kanzano's Baldface Truth. A lot of fans in uh, Pullman, Washington, Corvallis, Oregon, uh, wondering what comes next for their programs. We'll get to that. Um, I, uh, um, we will have Greg Byrne, the Alabama athletic director, on the show at 4 o'clock. I'm going to take a ton of your phone calls. A lot of people want on today's show. It's going to be one of those shows. I'll tell you what I know as it unfolds, as it pertains to the Pac-12 Again, uh, if you're if you're just waking from a coma, University of Oregon and Washington have informed the Pac-12 conference that they are leaving for the Big Ten conference. It will happen effective July 1st, 2024. So this is the last college football season for the Pac-12 conference as you know it. Here to talk about it, longtime lawmaker Peter Courtney, who gave so much of his life to. Uh, establishing laws and working as a state senator here in the state of Oregon. He's the former president of the state Senate, and uh, he's got some thoughts on this. What was your reaction, Peter Courtney? I, uh, uh, it broke my heart, number one. Uh, I don't, I mean, everything in sports that I like was bashed in the head with this move. Uh, accountability, loyalty, uh, concern for people who spend any dime they have to go to our games and watch a program. All that is meaningless now. Uh, this conference was, what, 100, over 100 years old. Uh, it's the West uh, and the Ducks and the Beavers. Very good schools, very strong. Uh, Oregon could have not done this and stayed where she is. Instead, she chooses to go and be just another college, another program in the Pac-10, just another one. And I got to tell you, I don't know how you talk to young people and get them through this in a way that's honorable. I don't know how you do it. It's like for the money, anything goes. For the national championship, if that's what you want, anything goes. So uh, I have to say there's not a person that I've talked to today, John, I talked to beavers and ducks that isn't that many of them are just in a daze, and I guess that's the way I should put it. I have a hard time wrapping my head around the Pac-12 as we once know it, knew it, founded in downtown Portland, 1915, 108 years of history. I have a hard time with the history not mattering, and and universities, not just Oregon and Washington, UCLA, USC, Oklahoma, Texas. Universities chasing the television money at all costs and allowing Fox to to own everything. It's uh, it's hard to imagine the Pac-12 without Oregon in it. Not only is it hard to imagine, we don't know what's going to happen to our sister or brother school, Oregon State. They're desperately trying to figure out their situation. And I've often said recently, Oregon State is more Oregon than Oregon is Oregon. And Oregon just proved it today. And so I'm now concerned about Oregon State. Uh, I I don't know what's going to happen there. And I have to agree, like, New Year's Day will not be the same. I mean, you know, the Rose Parade, everything, big stadium, it won't be the same. And I don't, I mean, I just don't have the emotional feeling in me 
that when I watch a game in the future when Oregon's involved, that I'm going to be as emotional about it, winning and losing, as I have been. I just can't be. Uh, they've decided to desert the ship. And I don't, you know, well, it's about money, Peter. I, you know, you know, if, if, if money's everything, okay. Well, it's about winning the national championship. Well, okay. But not okay. Not okay. So, I don't know. Um, I uh, probably am not a good person for you to call today because uh, I'm trying to keep from being angry. I'm hurt and heartbroken more than anything else. Peter Courtney with us, former president of the Oregon Senate, longtime lawmaker. I know you weren't born in Oregon, but how many years did you how many years have you worked here and lived here? July ninth, nineteen sixty nine is when I set foot in Oregon. Uh, I didn't know what football really was until I started to watch your games. I didn't understand um, you know, rivalries till I watched Oregon, Oregon State. I I, I came up with a brand new world out here in 50 years. And I may not be a native, but I'm naturalized Oregonian. I'll tell you that. And I, I, if I were in the legislature now and we were in session today, I'd probably get myself in a lot of trouble from the podium saying things because I don't see anybody in the political world, anybody in the presidents of presidents of college and university world, Anybody on the boards of education saying anything. Maybe you've got the interviews. Maybe they've told you. But I haven't seen anybody in all those worlds going crazy over this. And i got to wonder, what is higher ed all about? What are college sports all about? Apparently, it's only one thing. Money. Money, 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 money. Let me ask you this. From a lawmaker's perspective, the Oregon State Legislature um, you have a major university making a unilateral decision that could impact Oregon's budget, Oregon State's fundraising. Uh, certainly their revenue will be affected negatively by what's happening. You're, they you had the ability to get you know $25 million in revenue from the TV deal that was on the table from the Pac-12. If they end up in the Mountain West, that number could be $8.5 million. Um, is, is there legal recourse in your mind for Oregon State? Well, I don't know, but they ought to act like there is, because I've been thinking about this since I learned about this. You'd think that you cannot do this with public universities unless somebody reviews them and goes along with them, i.e. a governor, i.e. the legislature. I'm very serious about that. Do you know how many millions in bonding and everything that we allocate every legislative session to help these schools? And we go on and on and on, and they have to come to us for those approved. And with something like this, they don't say a word. I don't know. I simply am dumbfounded that there's no process, no institution that says you don't do any of this until you get approval from these sources. And I think that Oregon State, and could be wrong here, John, ought to go full bore and make sure that they're doing everything they can. I think they will to protect themselves from this arbitrary, capricious, mean-spirited move. Now I'm getting mad. I like you fired up. I want to know, you know, if if there is recourse, will it be like in your mind USC and excuse me UCLA having to pay calimony to Cal, um, and uh, it, you know, as you move forward, 
Um, you know, will it be something akin to that, or could they force Oregon to reverse course? I keep thinking you can force them, but I thought that about UCLA, and I thought about that a lot of them, and nobody's done it. Now, I don't know if anybody's tried it, but they haven't done it. There's not a, I mean, I, I haven't seen a single politician pitch a fit when the school was going to do something like this and go demonstrate in some way at the door of the college or the door of their athletic dorms or whatever. I haven't seen it. And I don't know whether they're board of directors or whoever it is telling them, but you got to understand we're making millions of dollars on this. And, you know, money's everything. We need more. We need money more than we need students, professors, and everybody else. That's a bit sarcastic, and probably I shouldn't have said that. But I, I think in the end it's a matter of money, and that's why you get your different types of key players deciding not just to live with it, just to live with it. Peter Courtney, uh, I appreciate you making time for us. I know you were headed to the gym earlier so you could hear yourself uh, talk. Um, did you blow off some steam? You get enough of it, or you, you need to go back now? Well, because I got a call asking me to be on a radio show, and I said, uh, I've been waiting to be on the radio. I haven't even been to the gym, and now I'm more in need of it than ever. In right. fact, I, don't, I need more than a gym. I think I need counseling right now. Well, listen to this radio show while you're at the gym. Uh, we got a lot of catharsis going on with callers, and yours included. Peter Courtney, thank you. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. All right, there he is, the former president of the Oregon Senate, retired just this last year, uh, or earlier this year, rather. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines. Michael is in Eugene, listening on Fox Sports Eugene. The number's 503-417-7575. John, uh, I guess not your last interview at Big Ten Media Day with Chip Kelly, huh? Like you said, right? Yep. <laughs> now, I'm not here to – look, I am not happy about this, but I am going to defend Oregon because – Judas, if you're looking to throw rocks, look at the USC and UCLA. USC's administrators, Fox and Commissioner Warren in the Big Ten, they were Judas. Oregon tried to keep the band together. There's too much collective investment. You've been to the Hatfield-Dallin complex. Did you think Phil Knight was going to risk the possibility of Oregon ever being relegated after he's not here. I don't like it. Maybe they move the Big Ten title game to the Rose Bowl. We will still play our traditional rivals, at least some of them. But we did not create this. The presidents and the two buffoon commissioners, Larry and now George, who really did not have a good hand to play, they would be administrators of this liquefaction of the conference. Oregon State, Washington State, of course, would have done the exact same thing. And it is about the long-term viability of the brand. And we just have put too much into it. And I promise that Phil Knight blessed it. I don't like it. I don't want to be Premier League soccer. I wanted to be Clemson West. But when Dion took Colorado – and then Arizona is playing footsie, and Klyovkov shows up with a watered-down, hopeful television deal. That's how we got into this mess with Larry Scott not giving ESPN the right to run the network. 
anyone with a gun to their head protecting their investments would have done the exact same thing. I feel terrible for Oregon State, but Oregon did not create this mess. We did help create the arms race with Nike and our facilities. And Mm -hmm. because of that, we can't be left out. We have to be at the high stakes poker table. Thanks, Mike and Eugene. Uh, Look, I think uh, I made that point today and I wrote twice today. I wrote once about the inner workings of the deal, what happened, what went wrong. Um, You know, there, as I told you yesterday, and it held up this morning, I was told as the CEO group approached the meeting this morning that Arizona and Arizona State had informed the conference and other members of the conference and the CEO group that they were on board. They were willing to sign a grant of rights and stay in the conference. They did not want to be responsible for breaking up the conference. Something changed with Oregon. And I'm told that the assessment by Oregon was a complex one, that on one hand they were weighing the idea that there was Apple involved, the deal appeared to give them $25 million in, in uh, distributions, there was some risk in year one, year two, but uh, there was some upside as well. Oregon was also inquiring about a, a potential Lionel Messi deal with Apple. You know, remember Messi went to Miami. The MLS deal with uh, Apple was already done, and all of a sudden Apple layered on, hey, Messi gets a percentage of the subscriptions, and it ended up being a, uh, a big win for Messi. I, I believe Oregon was pursuing that kind of deal in the, in the 11th hour to try to see if, the, if, if Apple valued them. Um, ultimately, I think the uncertainty of the Apple deal and Oregon taking a 20-year view instead of a five-year view is what tipped this. More of your phone calls. The lines are jam-jacked and loaded. I want your calls. Stay tuned. Busy day today, obviously. I want your phone calls. Uh, read me at johnconzano.com. I'm glad you're here for the show. Uh, we've got you covered here. I want a lot of voices on the show. Coming up at 4 o'clock, Greg Byrne, the Alabama Athletic Director. He will be with us. Let's go to the phone lines. Let's go out to Gresham. Ken's in Gresham. Ken, thank you. What's on your mind? Hey, uh, a quick a quick couple questions um, before I, I respond. One is, now with all the switching going on, does the uh, TV network still have holes to fill within their programming uh, for the Pacific time zone? Yeah, there are still some holes. ESPN, probably the likely bidder. But, you know, Fox, and that's kind of what you're alluding to, that maybe there's some dollars out there. Is that right, Ken? Yeah, basically, yeah. So, okay. you know, <clears throat> first, uh, um, Oregon needs to pay the Beavers. And what better way to pay than to uh, help out with the bond or to help pay off the new stadium? Let's get that done. Second, um, I think the Beavers and the uh, the Cougs should get together and collude uh, <clears throat> against Fox and ESPN the way Fox and ESPN collude to create the Super Conference. It's a sad day for the conference. It, it really is going to be a sad day for the Ducks because project out 15 years from now, the Ducks are, remember the early 80s, what saved Nike? Nike was circling the drain, and then a guy came along called Michael Jordan. So where's Michael Jordan for the Ducks now? 15 years from now, Phil Knight's not going to be around. The money that he's going to spend, he'll put it into a trust, just like the guy that did it, the oil tycoon did it for Oklahoma State. Where's Oklahoma State today? Eight and four, nine and three. How many recruits are going to come when you're eight and four consistently? You haven't beaten Penn State. You haven't beaten USC. 
You haven't beaten Washington, or at best, you spit with those guys. We haven't even talked about Michigan. We haven't even talked about Michigan State. We haven't talked about Ohio State. Stupid, stupid move. And for the money, uh, just absolutely ridiculous. And then the next cycle coming around, streaming is going to be more important than Mm -hmm. ESPN and Fox. Yeah, it's all going there. It's all going there. Thanks, Ken. Ken's upset. Ken's fired up. Um, it'll be interesting to see, you know, will Oregon and Oregon State play each other? Well, Oregon's news release that they sent out uh, to announce the Big Ten Conference uh, said that, uh, quote, in the coming years, the UL will prioritize the long-held traditions, including competition across all sports with Oregon State. Um, that alliance puts uh, puts uh, UL student-athletes on a national stage, um, so they're saying they'll prioritize it. Nick Daschle of the Oregonian uh, got a quote from Scott Barnes. He is not happy. The uh, Oregon State Athletic Director uh, fired up uh, telling Nick Daschle, uh, quote, I'm furious. The best interest of the student athlete has not been served, end quote. Um, So there you have the range of emotion. I want your thoughts as well. Josh is in Vancouver. Josh, welcome. Hey. Can you hear me? Yes. Yeah, you're on. Oh, sorry. Okay, yeah, I'm actually from Corvallis, but um, I'm driving home. Here's the thing. I I cannot believe that's what Oregon says. Do you think Oregon State's going to even have a chance with a $5 million, $3 million budget compared to their $30, $40 million to even be competitive in a Civil War series? I I have no interest in even being a part of that garbage. You know, the, the most frustrating thing about this for me is that Pat Kilkenny, just the other day, I said, I'm losing you there. You're breaking up. I know you're fired up. Uh, I want more calls. Scott's in Sherwood. Scott, go ahead. Yeah, I, as a duck season ticket holder, I was about ready to get rid of my tickets because they got so expensive. But I'm looking at the games in two years. are going to be unbelievable at home. But my other statement is keep the politicians out of this, John. They just do not have any idea what they're doing they've messed up everything in the state paul allen had to build a stadium they've never helped get a professional franchise in here so just please keep keep them out that's all i have to say i appreciate the show thank you yeah you too i appreciate you calling in you know you're entitled to your viewpoint but i do think the lawmakers will have a say in this and uh, give them about give them about four hours uh, you know that you know once they get around to realizing uh, the attention that this gets, they will step forward in one fashion or another. I'm really curious, though, if Oregon did consult with anybody on that front um, about their potential move. I don't. I doubt they did. Nisha's in Salem. Nish, what's up? Hey, so that comment by them just gave me a third thing I was going to say. Um, Virginia, Virginia Tech is an example of the lawmakers getting involved and saving one to get both into the their move when they all moved recently. But the reason I was actually calling is everybody keeps pointing back to Larry Scott, all this stuff. This is That's not what happened, started this whole downfall for, for the Pac-12. It all goes back to the, the sanctions that got put on USC. Everybody else had that entire time to make the conference relevant nationally. And what did the conference do? Nothing until USC was able to compete again and now people are wanting to get that interested. So just like when USC and UCLA left and Pac-12 fans you know, got mad, I had to go, well, it's a fight for relevance. 
Forget the money. Forget the other stuff. They're trying to be relevant, which you pointed out with Oregon. And the second thing is if I hear one more person complain about, oh, the tradition of the Rose Bowl is dead. How could they do that to the Rose Bowl? Newsflash, the Big Ten hasn't cared about the Rose Bowl since the playoffs started. That's a consolation game. So the mm-hmm. tradition isn't there anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, look at the Rose Bowl from a year ago. You got your conference champion in the Pac-12 playing the uh, third or fourth place team uh, from uh, from the Pac. Uh, excuse me, from the Big Ten Conference. Brad's in Sandy. Go ahead, Brad. You're on. Hey, John. A couple things for you. One, 1956. 1956 is the last time Oregon State has won anything outright in the Pac. Anything. Okay, 2006 is the last time Oregon State has won a 10-game season. I think little brother showing up a little late to the table. They're not. They don't have what it takes to go to the Big Ten. I'm sorry. It's not our fault. It's not our problem. I think that program, football program at Oregon State, they should have taken care of that long, long time ago. Got rid of Mike Riley years and years before. I don't know, Brad. Oregon. I can hear Oregon State fan now yelling at their radio uh, Civil War game last year. 10 win season you know like yeah last year was the first time that's what i was saying is last year is the first time they've won 10 games since 2006 yeah you know and i get that their program is picking up steam but i think as we're seeing right in front of us it's a little late yeah Eh, i don't know if it's there was years for oregon where oregon wasn't so good uh and i understand what you're saying you're you're an oregon fan and uh, oregon's moving to the big 10 but I, I think Oregon State fan and Washington State fan and Stanford fan and Cal fan are all entitled to shake their fist today. Um, and, you know, I'm not saying they wouldn't have done the same damn thing if the money was We interrupt this podcast with a special announcement from the Bald Face Truth Radio. Sorry to interrupt the podcast, but if you want to listen to more of the Bald Face Truth Radio show, including more of this segment that you're listening to, make sure you subscribe on SoundCloud and iTunes to the Bald Face Truth Radio show. Thanks for listening.